Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about the business of real life. If you're a working mom or a mompreneur, this is where you want to be. This is where we share tips right off Elaine's Kitchen Table about business and parenting. Being a mom of three and wearing multiple hats, from CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisies Limited to speaker and educator, Elaine knows how valuable your time is, so this podcast is going to be short and sweet. Whether you're tuning in while driving to a meeting, washing dishes, or sitting in the school parking lot waiting to pick up the kids, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated to be that successful person you're capable of being and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. I am so excited to have you here with us today. I always love hearing from you, so please do find me at Elaine's Kitchen Table on Facebook and also at Chat with Elaine on Twitter. And I would be honored if you would kindly take a moment to go on to iTunes and rate this podcast because it truly helps and and I'm very thankful for your help. And I'm very excited to share our guest with you today. She is an inspiring entrepreneur and a mom on a mission. Joyelle Brandt is a radical self-love warrior. She's on a mission to help women understand that their ugly is beautiful. She creates Love Your Body events, workshops, and retreats to help women make peace with their bodies and to live a life that they love. Her next offering is the Be Kind to Your Body e-course. And that was actually launched two days ago. Yes, super exciting (laughs) to get this started off the ground. And so you can find more details in our show notes and, and in the show as well. Joya, welcome today. I'm so, I'm so excited to get to know you better and just really honored to have you on our show today. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you today. And you are a mom. So tell us about your family. I have two little boys. They're eight and three, Gabriel and Gavin. And they're very creative, joyful little crazy children that uh, keep me busy and they keep me on my toes. <laughs> yes, the, those ages with eight and three. Now, as a successful business owner, some people think that, you know, it was an easy road to get where you are today. And I would love for you to give us a reality check of how challenging and hard it can be to be an entrepreneur. So. I'm going to start off with a hard question. Can you share one of one of your hardest or worst experiences that you've had along your journey and what you discovered through that? Well, I was thinking about this question and what it occurred to me was that it wasn't just one thing. It was a lot of things that didn't happen along the way. Those disappointments that, that pile up and after a while it's, you know, a, a workshop that I created that nobody signed up for or a product that I created that the sales were really disappointing. And all of those things after a while can, can really wear you down. But getting to the point where you realize that although your ego might be a little bruised, you will survive <laughs> and you will try again and you will learn from every mistake along the way. And just to realize that um, you know, failure in our culture is such a negative word. And yet every person who's ever achieved success has had many, many failures along the way. And so I think that's really comforting after a while to realize that the more I started reading other people's biographies and reading interviews with other people and seeing how much that's just part of the journey, then I could, you know, although I still take a little bit of the ego hit every time something doesn't work out, 
realize that that's it's okay it's just part of the process I, I absolutely love that it, it is so true that if you've never failed you've never attempted anything you've never taken risks you've never taken steps outside of your comfort zone yeah and I live uh, most of my days and I think most entrepreneurs do outside of my comfort <laughs> yes, zone yes right that, that is what does Apple say Apple says that uh, those people who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones that do yeah and you know you have to it's a fine line of entrepreneur and being crazy but, mm. but <laughs> I think they go together <laughs> and so I think it's so important to, to take those risks that big step into being an entrepreneur right because that's it's growth yeah. it's growth you're going to have those pains and if you don't have the pains you're not growing so living outside your comfort zone is not comfortable obviously because they call it comfort zone for a reason but that, that is where the growth happens. And there are days when I ask myself why I put myself through this because uh, sometimes it's really challenging personally to do that. So that, that's where the lessons are. So that's gonna lead me to my next question. Then what is it? What is it that made you want to start your own business, Joyelle? I have been obsessed with entrepreneurship for a long time and I kept coming back to it. And I think part of it is, is all entrepreneurs are just a little bit of control freak inside of them. <laughs> that makes them want to do that but also especially for those of us who are moms we want to make sure that the work that we are creating for ourselves fits into the lives that we have not the other way around and uh, I wanted to be able to do school pick up and drop off and be around for the important things for my kids and not stress about whether I'd used up all my sick days and be able to take time off in the summer and be with my kids um, and that was just really important to me because um they're a lot of fun to be around and they're growing up so fast and I don't want to miss that. So tell us about your business. What is it that even sparked the idea of Love Your Body? I've been thinking about it because I saw Taryn Brumfit uh, speak a few years ago at Leading Moms and Taryn leads the body image movement and she's in Australia. And so she talks a lot about her personal journey of learning to love her body. And when I saw her speak, I thought, yeah, we, we need more of this message in the world that it's okay to love yourself as you are. You don't have to be constantly striving for some version of perfection that you think down the road, then you can deserve to be happy. We all deserve to be happy right now. And so that was the first little inkling that inspired me to start down this path. I, I love that uh, you're, you're talking about women, but what an example that is to live by for our children, mm-hmm. to teach them that, you know, love who you are be you and and I really appreciate that would you ever branch into doing something for children you know there's a lot of people around here who are doing some great work with kids Mm -hmm. Ashley Wiles with her soul girls running camps and uh, Crystal Barrett Stewart who does sparkle workshops for young girls so I feel like um, there are a lot of people who are already doing that work for the kids in a great way and I feel like my mission and my purpose here is to work with you know, uh, women age 25 to 50 in that range who need uh, need to focus on themselves. I love that. Thank you. Now, the listeners that we have are, are going through their own business pains and growth. And what would you say are the top three must-haves in a person who, who wants to start their own business? What do you have to have? Mm-hmm an ability to self-manage, 
that's the I think the hardest part when you start being an entrepreneur is realizing that you're the one in charge of your days. Nobody's gonna, nobody else will be on top of you checking in to make sure. Um, an ability to prioritize that's definitely something that I've been learning over the last year um, because it's easy to get caught up in details and waste an hour of your time on something which really is not that important. And I think an ability to balance your your personal life and your business life because again nobody is you're not clocking in and clocking out and so you're the one who has to be in charge of saying and now I will switch off from business mode and go into family mode or now I will make sure I take some time to take care of myself so that I can be in a good headspace when I'm around my family and not just stressed and constantly thinking about business things so yeah do you think that uh, do you think that balance is, is like how would you achieve balance? Like, I know that there's some people who say there's no such thing as balance and balance mm. is a, a bad word. And what do you think? To me, balance is knowing what your personal priorities are and what your personal core values are and making sure that you're living your life according to that. And balance shifts all the time, what, what that means for us, what our personal priorities are shift as we go throughout our lives. So that, that I think that's ever changing but making sure that you're not neglecting, for example, for me, self-care is one of my number one priorities. So if I'm neglecting my self-care, then I'm out of balance. And that, that's one that's never going to change. I always have to focus on that because if I don't take care of myself, then there is no business. Mm, that's a very, very good point. I'm, I'm so glad that you, you are strong enough to identify that. I think a lot of women and business people, entrepreneurs, we go through burnout mm -hmm. because they forget that number one is to take care of yourself. Yeah. And I always go back to that airplane analogy where they, the stewardess would tell the adults to you know, put your gas mask on first so that you can help someone beside you. Yeah. And that is so true. We forget that. And especially when you are a mom, you think, I have to take care of my kids. Kids first, family first house clean has to be cleaned right. and business of course the business has to go and we forget ourselves and it's so easy to get that burnout and and feel like quitting and I went through several levels of burnout even before I had kids so I think that was kind of a great uh, lesson for me mm. that this is not working for me I would overdo it and overcommit myself and, at a, and I got to a point where I realized that if I continued down that path I, I would get to a certain point where I would not be able to come back from it I would just I would just be a basket case so I'm glad I learned that lesson before I had children oh you're smart <laughs> <laughs> you're smart and I, I remember when I started easy daisies and I, I launched it two days after my third baby was born mm -hmm. and I remember just being on antibiotics for I don't know six months because I kept getting sick and you know doing work until three in the morning with three children under five years old and still teaching and just just getting sick all the time yeah and I just felt I had to get it done I had to get it done and you know and so many people tell me you got to take care of yourself you have to sleep and so many other <laughs> things but but so true we have to take care of ourselves and and it's hard because sometimes people think well that's being selfish if I'm thinking about myself and I'm sure you hear that a lot people think oh, I don't want to be selfish I can't put me first so how do you address that when people feel like they're being selfish if they're thinking of taking care of themselves first 
think that's so funny because people uh, use selfish like it's a bad word. Mm. And I think that I'm a deeply spiritual person, and I think that self first is one of the great spiritual laws that we all need to adhere to because you can't take care of anybody else if you don't take care of yourself. So there's nothing, there is nothing um, admirable about breaking yourself down. It, it, it comes down to self-abuse. Hmm. When you do that to yourself over and over and over, thinking that somehow this makes you a better person because you are destroying yourself for mm-hmm. someone else, how you treat yourself sets the standards for all your relationships in your life. And you were talking about your kids before and they're watching you and they're watching you learning about how what their relationships are going to look like so if they see you sacrificing your own well-being for everybody around you is is that what you would want for your kids and i think for moms especially if you can ask yourself would i be happy to see my kid doing this to themselves it holds up a great mirror that you can suddenly see how dysfunctional that pattern of of self-abuse is i think you just set up very amazing gold gem like I think if people stop listening to the podcast right now they just got the gold <laughs> nugget and that is so true to, to see that and put it upon our children to see what we want them to go through what we're putting through ourselves thank you for pointing that out I love that now that's going to be a visual in my brain for the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> well for me the work that I do is all about loving yourself and self-care and a lot of it was inspired by my children by seeing their examples when your kids come out and you see them and how joyful they are and how how pure and happy and how amazing they are and then it makes you look at yourself differently absolutely Uh, children are an amazing blessing i mean the the creation that they are just to see them and how easy they forgive Mm -hmm. and how easy that they're so carefree Mm -hmm. and to to take that and to put that in our own lives would just make like everybody should just stop and play right yeah i think if we could all get to a point where we can be like our kids we, we would be better people i agree i agree we should Minus stop the and play gaps, right now. <laughs> Minus the taller indeed i don't know i'd always i wonder what it would feel like to throw yourself down and kick i don't know i, I actually would feel good actually now that you mentioned it <laughs> now i have to ask about your eureka moment so what is the best lesson in business that you have learned, whether it's from a mentor or from your own journey that makes you who you are today? Mm. Well, I did some great coaching with Anne-Sophie Demetz, who does uh, life and business coaching, uh, as I was getting ready to do the Love Your Body Summit earlier this year. And what she said was, I want you to really visualize what that moment is gonna look like once you've achieved the day when you're when you're in the moment of the day uh, who's around you how do you feel what do you see and I spent a lot of time coming back to that visualization and now as I read more books about business and I see this come kind of over and over and over again the power of, of visualization uh, to achieve your goals and to really ask yourself what is that going to feel like mm-hmm. and to let yourself sit in that feeling now Hmm. not wait until the moment comes feel the feelings now to really fully live it as much as you possibly can in order to create that vision of what what do, what is it you're really trying to put out in the world i i think i have to agree because i think that's like the four-dimensional target 
Mm-hmm. When you can not only visualize the, the what it would look like, who's going to be there, who's going to be around you, the feelings that you're going to have, that four-dimensional aspect of it, then you have a real target of what you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And and that's amazing because if you don't have focus, if you do not have a target, you, you're shooting at nothing. Yeah. And, and it would make any tasks almost impossible unless you have that. I, I like that. Um, I love that. You know, I learn something new every time I do a, a, sh- a show. So thank you. So I have to ask you about your habits and being the easy daisy mom and all about scheduling routines and mm-hmm. and and priorities. What would you say are your top two or three habits in maintaining success in business that you would like to share with our listeners so that they can end off on this show saying, hey, that's pretty neat. Hmm. Well, I read a book earlier in the year called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And uh, I've been using that a lot and I really love it. And the idea is you get up an hour earlier and you take time for yourself. You meditate, you do a little bit of exercise for me, that's some yoga. You do some gratitude journaling, uh, which I absolutely believe in the power of gratitude. It's changed my life. Um, you do some visualization, you do some, some affirmations. And I notice a difference when I don't do that. Mm. I definitely do. Um, my days when I've taken that time in the morning, I feel calmer, I feel more grounded and centered, and I know what, where I'm going in the day. And when I don't start my day like that, my day just kind of feels a little chaotic. So I definitely think taking an hour to start your day for yourself um, to check in with yourself and make sure that you have your priorities straight for where, you're, where you want to accomplish that day is amazing. And then the other thing that I've really found great for me is getting out and networking with other entrepreneurs, like going to our, our Vancouver Mompreneur meetings, or a couple days ago I was at a Dynamic Women in Action meeting. When I get to be around other people who are doing what I'm doing, I get so inspired and I remember why I'm doing this in the first place because it's really easy to get lost in the details. Oh absolutely so many entrepreneurs will say that uh, the number one issue they have is feeling alone feeling alone in their worlds of of business because no one else may have your business that you are doing and that that's what makes you unique and in your niche and and as an entrepreneur but to realize that you are not alone. That there, these struggles are real, and other people have have them, but have conquered them and have succeeded, and that is that is a beautiful thing. And and going back to your your routines and habits, and and to to take those moments in in the morning to to whether it is waking up an hour earlier or half an hour earlier before your family does, just to have you time, mm-hmm. just brings less chaos and anxiety I believe to your whole family so Absolutely. that's a beautiful thing a new habit that I, I started with with my children is and this was inspired by me reading about uh, a teacher that uh, a special needs teacher who would start his class every morning telling each child one by one something that he appreciates in them mm-hmm. and so I, I started doing that and 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 I think it just, I could just see my kids' shoulders go back and their spine get a little straighter because I noticed something about them and I appreciated it. And to start off on that positive beat 
whether it's for ourselves or to help our, our family and our children have that, I think this kickstarts the day in the right way. Mm-hmm. And Joyelle, you are lovely. And I would love people to find you. So can you tell our listeners where they can find you? You can go to joyellebrand.com and I'm also on Facebook and Twitter and all those other things under Joyelle Brand. Excellent. So I'm going to have these on our show notes. And Joyelle, thank you very much for inspiring us today and, and sharing your insight and your kind heart. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me.